Well, hello, lovely humans, and welcome to Engage, a wedding planning podcast for the modern day couple. I'm your host, Jamie Wolfer, and I truly believe that wedding planning does not need to be complicated or time consuming. I kind of picture these episodes like jumping on a quick phone call with your wedding planner. You get your answers and you go on your merry way because sometimes not all of us have an hour to dedicate to listening to super long podcasts or super long intros. So without further ado, let's just jump right on into it. Okay, can you recommend any particular type of premarital counseling? The kind of counseling that works best for you. I know a lot of people involved in the church will choose a pastor to do that with them. I know there are some online options. Now, I see the benefit of actual third-party verbally talking things out. I think an online program is is great, but I think you do need that like discussion time, right? So, I would see if there's a way to pick a pastor, priest, therapist near you, ideally that knows you too well or better than a complete stranger would be the kind of premarital counseling that I would suggest. Yeah, I would say jump on Google. I would direct you to the Gottman Institute, search their therapist. This is like research-based. So it's like, if you're not going to go, if you don't want to do more of like a religious event and you want just like, what are those? Like, how do I divorce proof this marriage? What are the, the top things? Like, and if you ha- are in the situation where you cannot drag your fiance I do this with brides. I equip mm. them with all the premarital sort of stuff. It's like, you know, you could kind of go to birth class without the husband, but like, of course they should come. But if they don't, <laughs> you can still get it and like get the job done because the number one person that's influencing your partner is you. So if you if you need to go alone, I can help you. But if you want to go as a couple, go to Gottman and there's some great options and you can find someone in your area. Today's episode is sponsored by my favorites, Generation Tux, who bring style to your wedding day. With over 25 styles of suits and tuxedos to choose from, as well as hundreds of accessory options, you can really customize your look to be exactly what you want it to be. In addition to that, they've actually recently partnered with Stance Socks. I don't know if y'all have seen them before, but honestly, they're some of my husband's favorite socks of all time. What a great way to add a little bit of character and a little bit of flair to those wearing suits on your wedding day. But don't take my word for it. Head on over to wolferandco.com forward slash suits to figure out your wedding style. I don't have a good relationship with my in-laws, but they want to be very involved with the wedding. What should I do? Ha, that's all you. I'm not, that's, I would say assign them things you don't want to do, but I'm sure Kara has something a little bit more eloquent. I mean, this is huge. And this is where we stop and pause and we do not avoid like, because mm. guess who's going to be there after the wedding day, every holiday. Uh-huh. It's birthday. Like, so we don't, this is where we're like, okay, we're going to work on this relationship and we're going to use the wedding to work on it. This is where we're going to like learn to have hard conversation. This is where we're going to bring in our partner to help us facilitate the hard conversations. And like you said, this is where you make your little list of like, what are the things I don't care about as much? and see if we can get them involved. Like for me, it was like my favors. My mother-in-law wanted to do these favors. I'm like, okay, go, do it. Like you can have that. Like give her, give them things that they, that you can release the control a little bit that don't feel like they freak you out to give them that. And then also when you sit down and talk to them, just hear that, what is it? Oh my gosh, what are you imagining? What is, oh, what would, how would you like to have? Just listen, 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 listen. And then you can quickly identify, oh, if I just give her this, she'll feel seen and heard and get her needs met. Don't try to guess. You're not going to be able to guess. Lean into it. Don't lean away from it. This is your mm-hmm. chance to start building this relationship. You don't have to love them, but wow, does it help if it's copacetic? I will say that my mother-in-law brought ice. She did not help with anything else. She brought ice and that was perfectly adequate for her. So I do, I personally can't relate with an over-involved 
mother-in-law. Uh, although we've had some very particular moms in general that we worked with while planning, but yeah, she was like, what can I do? I'm like, bring ice. She goes, perfect. I'm like, great. That's, that's all I need. <laughs> How do you deal with a super stressed out hubby who says he can't wait for wedding planning to be over without it getting to you? My wedding is 25 days away. First of all, I wish I could squeeze you. Second of all, did your husband know my husband? Cause this is almost verbatim. <laughs> He's like, I can't wait for it to be done respectfully. I'm excited to marry you, but also this malarkey needs to burn. I think this is a very common sensation. I think this is very much like, this is probably not something he's dreamt of since he was five. This is probably not something that he's like, I have a Pinterest board. No, he doesn't. Okay. He's doing it because he's excited to get married to you. And there are probably elements of the wedding that he's excited about. My husband, tacos, dessert bar, beer, give me those three things and I'll be fine. So there's that element of like, it doesn't change their personality just because you're planning a wedding doesn't all of a sudden mean that they're like, I'm now into crafting things or I'm really diligent about getting people's information for you. No, absolutely not. So he's probably stretched his personality and his skill set uh, only to snap back like a rubber band afterwards. It's not maybe they'll grow a little bit through this. Who knows? Um, but it doesn't make him a different person. So he can't wait for all of this admin, this stress, and he's probably feeling some of your emotions as well. He just wants to be done. Like, hey, I, we were happy before all this. And now I got to collect e- the addresses and like lick stamps. I'm out. Also, I don't know why anyone would lick stamps anymore. Why would you not get the pre-stickered ones? But <laughs> that's just my personal two cents on that one is for me. I was like, I don't know why I thought my husband would be completely different during the engagement process. He wasn't. He's still the same person. Uh, so Kara, any thoughts to add on to that one? Yeah, I absolutely love for everyone to have this feeling before their wedding, right? It's almost like there should be a point where you're like, so over it because you know what? That means like you are in it for more than the party and the day. And that Hmm. like, you want to just get to the married part. And that's almost like a beautiful thing when everyone's just like, can we just like get over this already? Like, it's a great little, like, it's very normal. I've never thought of it like that. It's way more positive. (laughs) Yeah. I always love it when my brides are like, can we, can we cancel it and elope? And I'm like, that's how, you know, you're doing the right thing. And that's how it's so good. Can you imagine if your husband was like, I'm so into the party. I'm so into the party. I'm going to be so sad after. No, are you serious? He'll be psyched after you want mm. that. Cause you might have a little down after, cause you put so much effort in. You're going to want him like, woohoo, it's over. Let's have fun again. Like, let's get back to normal. <laughs> so I think it's a great energy shift. Yeah. Give him a date night, give him you back, shut off the talk for just a night. Like remind him of like, yeah, there is mm-hmm. life after this. If you can just set aside and turn it off, you're going to feel some relief. He'll feel some relief. I would just do like a good old fashioned date night. That's like, so not wedding related. You'd have to like take a shot if you say the word wedding or something, like something fun that you just, right, then you're going to be hammered. But like, (laughs) I just feel like give him a little glimpse of you back and then he'll get through that. I'll get him through that next 25 days. And then, but it's a good thing. This is a beautiful, this is a beautiful problem. I have literally never thought about like that. Here I am. Like I'm normally relatively optimistic, at least if not like a realist, but this, I'm like, oh, it's such a pessimistic feeling. But when you think about it, it's like, yeah, I can't wait to just be married to you. This, this isn't is my gift. This isn't my forte. I'd like for it to go now, please. Right. Can we skip to the good part in real life? And now that song's going to be stuck in everyone's heads for the rest of the call. You're welcome. How to tell people they aren't invited to the wedding. So basically like, how do I answer when someone asks why another relative isn't invited to the wedding? Generally, my advice is always like, you don't tell people they're not invited to a wedding, right? People get an invite and they're invited to things. You don't, I don't run around town telling people they're not invited. But when someone asks why another relative's invited, they're digging for a little something. This is a good time to have your canned sort of, your, you know this is coming, so have it ready. So if you're having a small wedding, right, blame that venue. I wish we could have everyone, but we 
they had to cut the list at 180 mm. or 50. So like, we just couldn't include everyone and just keep it real easy breezy like that. If you're having 300 people and yet there's Aunt Jane not on the list, then you're just like, you know what? We really were just excited to invite some people who we knew just supported us and were ready and excited to party with us on our big day or something like that. Maybe it hints at like there's some friction there, but guess what? We're not getting into it. We're not dragging anybody. We're just saying we made a choice. We like our reasons. Please respect it. So just to, you just don't need to get into like making your day create like all this add to toxicity that might be existing in some of these family mm. relationships. Just hold the line, say something, but just say, here's why. Let it be yeah. logistical. Let it be, wow, his family is bigger than I thought or whatever it is. Like there's, you can, usually logistics can save you. Or just be like, we invited people that we knew would be excited to be there and celebrate us and support us, which also, AKA homegirl does not support us and she's been really mean or whatever. Like a very bubbly way of saying it. Like, oh, we just, there are so many people who are so excited that we had to prioritize a few over others. Right. Uh, Budget's also a really great one to be like, we we can't, uh, we can only afford a select few people. So we had to be really astute in our decision on who we'd be inviting. All right, who's ready to get glammed up for the wedding without breaking the bank? I've gathered up all of my favorite wardrobe, like wedding party attire companies (laughs) that will fit literally any budget. So if you are looking to find one that works for you and all of your besties, head on over to weddingpartylooks.com. How do we tell people from church that we're not close to that they aren't invited to the wedding when they keep saying, make sure I'm invited, I should be there. Oh, frick, I don't like that makes me so uncomfortable because I know my husband would be like, you won't be because he has no problem. Right. Yeah. He's just like, Mm-mm. <laughs> that's cute. You're not going to be there, but, uh, thanks for the well wishes. Whereas me, I'm like, I'm dying on the inside. I'm like, okay, I would, I would probably personally, and I'm just going to take a shot in the dark and see how close I'm going to be to Kara on this. I personally would say something like, I am so, I'm so grateful that you're so excited for our event. As it turns out, it is limited in size, budget, et cetera, what have you. We have limitations on our guest list. And so we, I don't, I don't even know where to go. I'm going to stop now. You just fix it. Yeah, fix it, Kara. I, I don't, think like, I think it's, that direction, I think, you know? right. I think it's the exact same, but without that emotional hook that, that they have hooked you in and, and they're yeah. reeling you in. Instead, it's like, I cast this out. Like I want to be there. And you're like, you are the coolest. Thank you so much for your enthusiasm. I mm. wish I could have everybody there. I, I wish I could invite you. My gosh, my like right, my guy. Saying that, like, I I wish I could invite you, no. which also means I'm not inviting you, and I'm not going to explain why. I wish I could. Just has all that what you're saying. Wait, that's to. way better. I wish I could invite you. Her option, not mine. <laughs> so right, you're thanking for enthusiasm because right, no one owes it to you. But look. You're getting some extra you didn't even plan on. So take it in. Thank you. And yeah. I wish I could. Yeah. But I can't. But you don't have to, you do not have to give your reason. You don't owe I wish anything. I could, but I don't want to. <laughs> right. You just don't owe that part. You're just like, oh my gosh, I wish I could invite you. Yeah. And then boom, air out of balloon, done. You go, they go home and figure out why not. And it also doesn't matter. It's an invitation, not an obligation. How many times do I have to say this? No one, you owe no one. You owe no one. We're having a non-send-off, send-off. <laughs> Great. We just want to. We just want that awesome sparkler photo opportunity with our guests. Question is when to do it. 
photographer is leaving at 9.30 p.m., but the party is until 1 a.m. Common here in Canada for Europeans. We like to party. Marcy, please invite me. Thank you very much. It depends on what time it gets dark because you could technically do a sparkler shot like at dusk. You could just do it with your wedding party. So it gives you like enough of the effect without having all of your guests. The problem with a non-send-off send-off is it uh, gives your guests permission to leave. It's almost like when the cake's cut. I don't know if you guys have ever read a wedding. The cake gets cut and everyone over 62 is gone. They're just bye-bye. You're like, okay, okay, I guess those are cute. Same thing kind of happens with the sparkler send-off. So if you want to make sure that people stick around, either make it blaringly obvious, ladies and gentlemen, this is pretend. If you do not come back, you're not getting a thank you note for your gift or something, I don't know, something along those lines, make the DJ, make it silly. Um, but also see if you can control that time frame. control the amount of people that will be a part of it. Make sure it maybe it's people that you know aren't going to leave. It's your family members and your wedding party. So it looks really big without having all of your guests do it. If you want all of your guests to do it, totally fine. Make it silly and then make it known that you want them to come back afterwards. Quite a few are still going to leave. So get it as close to like the 30 minutes after sunset. I hope that helps. That was like seven different options. Good luck waiting through that. Goodness gracious. My fiance is insisting on having a receiving line after the ceremony for 130 guests. Woof. I love that he wants to thank each person individually, but I'm thinking this is going to take forever. It might. We are doing a first look before the ceremony so we can have time for the receiving line, but any tips on how to make this go smoothly and not take too much of our time? Yes. I would say have your photographer there. Get a photo with every person that comes to stand next to you to say hello. So that way you get the handshaking, baby kissing, glad hand, like just all of it. You get the emotional moment with them, right? But it's not three minute conversation because a three minute conversation sounds so short. A two minute conversation sounds so short. But already, if you spend one minute with every single guest, you're going to be there for two hours. So to be able to control that, to get a photo with everyone, to get a hi, how are you? Oh my gosh, I'm so glad to see you. Have your photographer there to snap a photo with each grouping of people or with each, with each person that comes by. This is also why we do table visit because then it's not everyone standing around waiting to say hello to you. That's a very long line, not only for you, but for your guests. So if you do it during reception, then everyone's seated and then you can go around to each table where they're at. Also bring your photographer to keep things a little bit more brief if necessary. And you can see everybody then. It is gonna take a long time. That's gonna be a long receiving line. I also think that guests probably will just end up leaving and going to the reception anyways, because they won't want to stand around for an hour waiting to shake your hand when they know they'll see you there. All food for thought. I'm excited that your fiance is, thinks this is such a sweet idea. That's really intentional. I think there are a couple more creative ways to do it though, that makes sure no one gets bored or you, you don't fall over <laughs> from standing for so long. If you are struggling with wedding planning and you have questions and you just need someone to listen and to chat with, come join us in the Master Plan community over at themasterplanwed.com. I would love to have you in there. Thanks so much for listening. If you haven't done so already, subscribe, jump on over to wherever you're listening to this podcast and leave a five-star review so we can let the podcast people know that Jamie knows what she's talking about sometimes. <laughs> and until next time, bye guys. <laughs>